Hello, everybody. It's Monday, January 29th, and we've got Chapo coming at you. Uh, guest hosting with Felix and I today. Back. Uh, it's been too long, but it's our friend Alex Nichols from Fortune Kit and Chapo FYM. Alex, welcome back to the show. What's up? What's up with you guys? What's up with politics? <laughs> well, let's get into I, it. <laughs> I've got, I've, I got some good politics to to start today's show. And uh, I right before we got online, uh, right before we uh, got on air today, I just I had to share this with uh, with Felix because I was I was I'm loving um, your your affection for my favorite news source, People's Daily China, and you shared a delightful story about a dog helping a little girl. And used it as sort of contrast with various the state-run media apparatuses of, let's say, the United States and Russia. And just before we go, we got. I wanted to do the important news story of the day, courtesy of People's Daily China. Yaya, a giant panda who returned from the U.S. in 2023, will turn 24 this year. Despite her old age, the pampered princess is still spoiled. See how she eats happily from her magic handbag, which can conjure her favorite food. So before we get into the uh, what's going on in this country, I would just like to say, China, please invade and take over this country and make that the only news that we have to cover. It's funny when China takes the pandas back because people <laughs> yeah. act like, oh, the pandas are going to be so sad. They're going to be in a shipping container. They're going to be they're not going to know where they are. They're going to be so confused and they're totally fine. They're yeah. like, oh, bamboo, this is great. And then the people who go to the zoo, they're like, no, the panda, the panda's gone. He's going to be so sad. And he's just chomping on bamboo. <laughs> I recently there was like a diplomatic row and China was like, OK, well, then we'll take these pandas back. And I saw one of those like, you know, like Atlanticist anti-China people was like, fuck pandas. They're stupid animals who just eat bamboo and do nothing. Yeah. And it's like, why don't they yeah, want to rent our black bears? <laughs> we should send them some black bears and then take them back and see how they like it. Uh, I mean, like, I, I, I think I have seen, probably seen video footage of a, back, a black bear rolling itself into a ball and then, like, you know, sort of like snowballing down a snowy hill and then, like, you know, uh, smashing its face into like a, a mound of, you know, ice or something. But, you know, it's few and far between. So no one's picking up our bears. If you feed them enough, they get friendly. <laughs> yeah. that's the thing with pandas pandas acted like that and then we started giving them food <laughs> yeah no uh we should be leasing those uh the, the the grizzly bears that they have in russia that just live in people's houses i mean I, I guess they've been they've been fed well enough so they're just hanging out all right moving on from the uh the animal world to the to the world of human beings and uh what's what's going on in their brains uh how is the mental health of our politicians and i guess i'd just like to begin this week with the clip we've all we've all seen, we've all heard it. Chris, please bring up the Biden talking about beer brewing. The beer brewed here, it is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lake. Okay. So this was um I was very glad to see Biden acknowledging uh the first Indo-European concept of God, Earth Rider. That's what I thought it was. I mean, it's 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 Earth Rider is what's in the official transcript of, of his of his comments at this brewery. But like Earth Rider is is this a, is this a concept that we're familiar with? Honestly, I I think it's probably the brewing company, but it is the brewery. Yeah, I was hoping yeah. it was Earth Rider, like the person who writes our reality, the Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank yeah. you for putting the Great Lakes in that one spot when you made the map. 
when you it's, spawned everything? It's kind of worse that he's thanking the brewery because he's thanking the brewery for making the Great Lakes. Yeah. And it's like if you were th- if you were thanking the guy who writes a reality or an Indo-European concept of God, it's like, yeah, no, that guy did it for sure. That guy made the Great Lakes. But the the brewery did not. I don't know why he thinks that. Yeah, he's thanking the brewery for the for the Great Lakes. That part never makes sense, no matter how much you look at it. <laughs> I was, I mean, like, I'm a little disappointed to find out that Earthrider is the name of the brewery because I, I thought Biden had just sort of like accidentally revealed some sort of secret information about um, the the you know the archons that uh, are in control of our reality. I thought he screwed up and talked about the Earthrider when he wasn't supposed to, and uh, we'll, we'll see how the the writers of reality deal with that. Um, uh, having some fun at a brewery. Uh, the next uh, mental health status update of a politician I'd like to talk about is, of course, the scene uh, recorded over the weekend of John Fetterman spending the night on top of his office rooftop waving an Israeli flag at protesters. Felix, I, yeah. think, you had the, I think you had the right take on this, is that this is finally a job that suits his, uh, his capabilities. Yeah, urban scarecrow. He's like a gargoyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, zero Palestinian crows will be coming to that building. I like, I mean, people have pointed it out, but it's like, I don't even think like most people in APAC would do that. I think it's like, it's the same annoying part of his personality where you remember like, uh, I think it was 2020 when he had that like uh, very 2017 style, like gay weed flag. Right. Yeah, where just like any time people are like, oh, don't do this, he he doubles down on it. But with this, instead of being like a sort of embarrassing online left liberal uh, joke, it's supporting like the worst country in the world. I mean, he's it's just so weird. He's like he's not even Jewish. Israel was never a part of his life. He until he was 50 his whole thing was like he was the mayor of a bad town and would like go on TV and be like, I, oh, my town only has one basketball hoop and people would <laughs> would cheer for him. And it's like, where does Israel like, did you just start getting into Israel when you were 53? I mean, like, I don't know. This is this is this is not indicative of uh, uh, particularly wholesome mental health. I mean, like he's probably saying he was probably out there in basketball shorts. He's going to catch cold just robotically waving an Israeli flag. Moving on to the uh, the next the next mental health check in of uh, current leadership of the Democratic Party, uh, we had Nancy Pelosi over the weekend go on one of the Sunday uh, political talk shows and uh, claim that the uh, Gaza protesters were paid by Russia, and then just this morning told protesters in front of her house to get back to China where your headquarters are. So Nancy, which one is it? Who am I getting paid by? I mean, the checks, they are coming in, but I'd like to know. I'd like to know, if, is, it, is, it, is it Moscow or Beijing? You know, where, 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 where is the return address here, Nancy? Is Russia really that anti-Israel? <laughs> no, yeah, they that, love Israel. That, that, I feel like they yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. It feels like once they get sick of us, they're going to go to them. Yeah, that's what I, I thought was weird. I mean, I've always been annoyed by that because it's something that, like, no one wants to acknowledge. Like... Russia is where Israel buys its white people. Like yeah, that was it's what like the whole policy Russian about. Yeah. And like they're pretty much the same like type of government. 
you know, just like um, a weird kleptocracy. Every once in a while, those two countries pretend to be mad at each other. But like, no, no, like they're 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 friends. Yeah, they have a sort of bond. It's like us in Great Britain. Yeah, that's that's where we got our white people. Yeah. <laughs> so we have to kind of always be nice to them no matter how annoying they are <laughs> they might... <laughs> england should do like china does with the panda and take their white people back from the united states if we uh keep fucking around if we, if we don't respect the king enough okay uh moving on to uh donald trump um you know like uh people people like to compare donald trump to adolf hitler and to his white house as the third reich and you know uh, those those comparisons can get a little strained at times, but the one area in which I think Trump and his White House really was like Adolf Hitler in the bunker is that they were all absolutely geeked out of their mind on heroin and cocaine. I'm referring to an NBC News report headlined White House Clinic Improperly Distributed Controlled Substances During Previous Administrations, a new report says. How is it improper? How is it improper if it's a doctor who works for the White House? Who's saying it's what, the American Medical Administration? Well, yeah, I mean, that, I, that, that sounds like that sounds like a bunch of killjoys are saying. The president that. is the boss. He should be the commander in chief of the military and doctors. He's the head doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw like um on so like someone in that White House had the greatest Valentine's Day ever in 2019. They got liquid morphine, Tylenol three, uh, and hydrocodone and fentanyl, which is like. You would only get that in the same day if, like, literally someone shot your head off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would you feel any of it? <laughs> yeah, past a certain point, it's like, what are we doing here? I, After I the mean, fentanyl, you're just asleep. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, who knows what happened? I mean, that does make me think that, like, with Ronnie Jackson in there, you could just, like, have a paper cut and go, in, go into the doctor's office and ask for all that. They were handing out a lot of morphine and hydrocodone, but the the um, second most popular drug was Provigil, which is an anti-narcolepsy drug, which is oh, so funny. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny because it's like everyone in that White House is just taking like li- shooting up liquid morphine every three days. And they're like, I'm really sleepy this week. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, reading from NBC News here, it says the White House Medical Unit dispensed prescription medications, including controlled substances, to ineligible White House staff, said the report, which was released this month. The unit also kept records for Schedule II drugs such as fentanyl, hydrocodone, morphine and oxycodone in the same inventory that housed records for other medications, according to the report, even though federal regulations require them to be kept separate. But yeah, no, Alex, I, I agree with you here. This is a real like if the president does it, it's not an illegal drug. But if the president gives illegal drugs to his 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 employees, it's just because they need to you know not feel pain or stay up uh, all day. Yeah, Trump's a product of the fifties. Like he probably saw his mom do this. His mom would just have a doctor, and it would, there would be a big rattler of pills, and she would take the yellow one, and the blue one, and the red one, and the green one, and it would make mommy all better. <laughs> That's what he grew up with. That's how it should work back then. <laughs> like, if you're rich, you get to have a big thing of pills and a doctor who gives you whatever you want. And maybe stuff worked better back then. I think it did. <laughs> I think People it didn't did. fuss as much. Yeah. Um, yeah, we all know Kennedy was getting getting shot up with all kinds of stuff. But, you know, and uh, look, look what happened to him. Um, he, got his head, he got killed for it. 
But I don't know. Like, who, who do we think? Who do we think is like the real dope fiend in the Trump administration? Do you think Trump is getting smacked up on oxycodone and fentanyl, or is this just like the people he has to who has to, has to work for him? I don't well, know. Maybe it would make him a little happier or angrier. It depends. Some people get pissed <laughs> when they take a pill. Yeah, I I did see a lot of uh, like ketamine nasal spray, and I feel like that's easy. Like I know who that is. That's like. Um, uh, Hope Hicks and then that other like uh, 29 year old girl who like she worked for Steve Bannon before basically all the like 35 and under Trump women I think that they you know they, they heard about ketamine online and they're like ooh I've got to try it I've got to try it from the doctor that gives everyone in this office heroin <laughs> <laughs> well that's funny because actually this week I saw another story about how um uh, the feds busted an AFRICOM drug trafficking ring run by Fort Bragg soldiers that was moving ketamine from Cameroon to Fort Bragg. Uh, for yeah, there was like tens of millions of doses of ketamine uh, being moved into the country through from Cameroon uh, via Fort Bragg. I, so that, I mean, I mean, I, I'm that, sure some of it probably got diverted to the White House. I mean, that really seals it. Ketamine being over is a cool drug. If like regular army guys are doing it, not even special forces. <laughs> yeah that's pretty embarrassing they advertise it on twitter <laughs> they do and i don't i'm not taking the one they advertise on twitter <laughs> it's drop shipped from cameroon instead of pork <laughs> yeah it's a, you, actually if you buy, buy directly from cameroon it's like you know 30 dollars cheaper like those like uh like faucet uh things that they sell on twitter oh, sorry so moving on uh Super Bowl is coming up. Uh, we've, we've got we've got Alex here, you know, uh, fortune kit, mu- musical musician, musician and musical expert. So we got to talk about uh, the, la- the latest thing, op or not, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Is the government um, seating a sort of like uh, doing a sort of an arranged courtship for these two to promote Biden in 2024? What's going on here? I hope so. That would be really funny. That would be awesome if they they had Travis Kelsey win. They rigged it because they were just so mad at Aaron Rodgers. Like, I get why people think that, even though it's definitely not true. I get why they saw Aaron Rodgers and they were like, this is our guy. This is the next Tom Brady. He's so cool. They got all his merch. Then the Pfizer thing happens with the Vax. And they're like, oh, they're trying to take him down. They're trying to take him down. And then this new guy is suddenly on the news and he's winning. And he's the next Tom Brady now. Like, I, I see why you would be. You would be like someone who who loved Trump and then Trump lost and they put in Biden. And of course, you're going to think it was some sort of fakery. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like so. So you got you've got, you got the fact that uh, JJ, uh, Travis Kelsey was, you know, he, he promotes or he was uh, does like an advertising deal with Pfizer to promote the vaccine. But then we have the story from The New York Times um, inside Biden's anti-Trump battle plan and where Taylor Swift fits in. The biggest and most influential endorsement target is Ms. Swift, 34, the pop sensation and NFL enthusiast who can move millions of supporters with an Instagram post or mid-concert aside. She endorsed Mr. Biden in 2020, and last year, a single Instagram post of hers led to 35,000 new voter registrations. Fundraising appeals for Ms. Swift could be worth millions of dollars for Mr. Biden. So, I mean, I like the idea that, like, uh, like you know, how old is Taylor Swift? She's like a woman in her—I don't know, like what late late twenties, early thirties. Thirty-four. Like, you just said it. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um. So yeah, like, uh, did did they really need to court her endorsement of Biden this time around? I mean, I mean, maybe she really cares about Gaza or something. But it it is funny that they are uh, going all in on uh, like getting getting Biden to attend the Eras tour. Maybe. I guess so. What would that look like? 
<laughs> I would love for them to do some sort of some sort of photo op with him. I don't know what it would even be. You can't get him to say a sentence. You can't get him to stay at a press conference. He'll just wander off. What if they like changed him? <laughs> how, how would they change him? Is it, um, I mean, presumably, like you would with a baby. Probably like more. <laughs> oh, more. okay. Oh. No, I didn't literally mean like. I thought you meant like changing person. a boyfriend. No, no. <laughs> We're far past that. Don't um, elect him and think you can change him. <laughs> <laughs> this one has been annoying because um, I it really sucks that like all the conservatives learned the, the, the phrase psyop because they just think that's like everything. I saw um, Benny Johnson. He was in a supermarket and he took a picture of like, you know, all those like um, limited edition like oh yeah like at the checkout counter where it's just yeah you know princess diana 25 years after her death Beatles. yeah yeah there are a bunch of those for taylor swift obviously and he's like ever look at this we're in the middle of a massive psyop (laughs) did you just find out about her it came out when i was in middle school (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but she's never and like well listen this is weird about it because like i feel like wasn't it just a few years ago when like Taylor Swift was being upheld as some sort of Aryan princess by um, sort of like alt-right elements of like as being this sort of avatar of, I don't know, Ava Braun like femininity. Yeah, there, there was this she- invented conflict between her and I guess Beyonce and Nicki Minaj. It was like, it was very 2014. And now I guess she's totally liberal coded. I just, I guess cause she didn't say anything conservative. <laughs> they wanted that to happen, but, but like, well, she, like, she's smart it, enough not to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know she like uh, came out of the 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 Nashville like country music establishment, which is more conservative, and I'm sure she lost some fans. But like, I mean, what is she? She's like a billionaire. Like, I don't know. Like, what what do they want? What do they want from Taylor Swift? I mean, I guess what they want her to do is 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 dump uh, her like sort of uh, you know jock boyfriend and start dating Baron Trump or or Dan Bongino. Oh yeah, they would look great together. But yeah, no, I I do I do remember that. Um, there is a brief resurgence of the like um, image of Taylor Swift as a conservative um, during like the last time that uh, left wing people on Twitter liked Kanye. Because, yeah, yeah, be- yeah. Because like um, Kanye had some song on like uh, some of his one of his like you know, more mentally ill albums where he's like, I fuck Taylor Swift in the butt. Yippee or something. <laughs> yeah. He had like a, like a, a fake statue of her naked in bed with him. Yeah. Just and- very thirsty and lame. I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why I made that bitch famous. Yeah. And like, so Kim put out like, apparently like, I barely remember this, but I think it was like the, Kanye and Kim tried to make it seem like Taylor Swift agreed to it in advance, but it turned out she didn't. Chris, you would remember this. What, is that right? Yeah. They, they put out a video of like a call that they made. Do you guys remember this? Like there was, yeah, there was some sort of phone on call. the phone proving like, hey, we're going to like imply that you had sex with Kanye during a music video. Is that cool? And there's like some garble. <laughs> <laughs> it was all very... At the time, Kim posted footage of a phone call between Taylor and Kanye to Snapchat, which seemed to show Taylor approving the lyrics, which she says she never did. A full release of the phone conversation in 2020 appeared to show that the footage had been edited down. All very 
weird. That was definitely one of the first bigger red flags of like all is not well in Kanye world, you know, even though. We've yeah, that stuff has aged so badly. Yeah. All the takes but, about Kanye and how like white people just don't like Kanye because he's so woke and he knows so much about racial issues. Yes. <laughs> I don't understand how smart he is on those specific issues. <laughs> and how dumb Taylor Swift is. <laughs> that really that yeah. whole thing with Kanye was. I don't think it could have happened to anyone funnier. I mean, if you were on Twitter in 2014, I like for us, it was so funny because that was like in 2014, that was the only thing people talked about was just, um, I remember I saw a post that was like, all you need to know about someone's opinions on racial issues is what they think of Kanye and all you need to know what they think of I mean, still issues true. is what they yeah, think. I guess that's of, true. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was just going to say that that Taylor is a genius at keeping her mouth shut about these things because largely she just does nothing and lets all the mishigas flow around her and that's what keeps her at such a high level because she can mean most things to most people and she has shooters yes she <laughs> doesn't have to say anything yes <laughs> yeah she yeah the only time she'll like indicate something about politics is when it's like you know it's like a seventy five twenty five thing like abortion honestly. Like, you just vaguely signal at that. But, um... Well, did she, yeah, I mean, no. she did endorse Biden in 2020. But a- everyone was doing that. Like, it's easy to forget now, but, like, ev- in that... In summer of 2020, especially, there was, like, every celebrity that, like, never gets involved in, in this stuff uh, was like, all right, we're done with Trump. We That's get, why we he won. Gotta, yeah. And, I, didn't, I mean, Alex, do you, do you remember the... <laughs> I think I've talked about this on the show before, but um, when tr- the first the the day when like Kanye endorsed Trump, someone tweeted uh, very solemnly, "Wake up, Mr. West." Jesus Christ! I'm trying to remember who that was. It was someone funny. Someone- He's been crazy forever. Yeah. I, it's just like because because you know like when you watch football games on TV like the 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 TV networks they cut away to Taylor Swift every time she's at a Chief game which is like basically every game this this season and I think that that makes a certain kind of a certain guy, guy kind of guy so mad but like the thing about the thing, the thing about Travis Kelsey that you got to remember is that he wasn't good at football until he got the Pfizer vaccine it made him into a beast out there. And like, I think that's I think that's what they're mad about. They're they're mad about the the evidence that the Pfizer vaccine turns you into a football god. It either it either makes your heart stronger <laughs> or it kills it if you're a pussy. Yeah, exactly. But if you're not a pussy, it makes your heart even stronger. It's yeah. like working out like some guys, they work out and they'll just have a heart attack. But some people, it'll make them stronger if they have the Constitution. <laughs> that's very true. Five uh, percent of people will do whatever it takes. Well, so. Obviously, like, uh, like, you know, T- Taylor is, is uh, she's got a lot of uh, cultural cachet right now. And, you know, where she weighs in on this election is, is you know, it's anyone's guess because, you know, she could come out and endorse Trump. You know, you never know. That would be pretty funny. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you should go to the Eras tour. That'd be great. Um, but no, I've been moving on now. Uh, we got to talk about, you know, m- music, music, the wholesome music that um, people of the right wing persuasion can, you know, can enjoy. And, I, and I'm, we are returning now, of course, to our old friend, uh, Canadian white rapper Tom McDonald, who came out with a new song featuring, you know, uh, the genius Ben Shapiro. And we're lucky enough 
to be, you know, have a, as a guest on the show today, Alex, who ghost wrote Ben's verse for the song. So you just like tell us a little about the creative process of working with Ben on this track. Well, they call me the Ben Shapiro of the left based on height. <laughs> so it's sort of a natural matchup. <laughs> I actually haven't heard this yet. I haven't heard this uh, song really? yet. I, yeah, okay. I was putting it uh, off because you guys said right, well, you hadn't heard it yet, and I was going to yeah. listen to it for the first time on the show. Well, the song is called uh, "It's Called Facts," and uh, Chris, why don't we cue that up? And if you could just like uh, just just jump ahead to Ben Shapiro's verse, man, I call this yeah. shit <laughs> iTunes rap because it only charts on iTunes. Uh, yeah, I don't. I have no idea where Ben Shapiro's verse right, is. Let's so just, let's, let's get a little flavor from in. the beginning. Let's just dive in. <laughs> They can't cancel my message because I'm the biggest independent rapper in the whole freaking world. That might be true, actually. If every Caucasian's a bigot, I guess every Muslim's a terrorist. Every liberal is right. I don't want to talk to folks who don't get it. Go woke, go broke, no hope. It's pathetic. Pro choice pronouns, pro love, you're progressive. But you ain't pro gun, no one to protect it. Where the American flags at? Remember when people would hang those? They've been taken down. They He's a Canadian. You're Canadian. We ain't selling drugs, we ain't gonna overdose. We ain't pushing guns, ain't promoting stripper poles. We won't turn your sons into thugs or your daughters into hoes. I don't care if I offend you. Alright, pause it for a second, pause it for a second. Alright. So he's saying, uh, like, I mean, you're, you're, uh, the listeners will be missing out on the, the visuals to this video, but I, I have to comment on the fact that Tom McDonald is talking about his raps are not promoting stripper poles or overdosing or anything cool like that. But like he, he looks like, um, uh, like a gremlin of some kind, like he's got braids and a face tattoo. I mean, he just looks very, he, he looks very disturbing and, um, he looks like the, someone who is um, on a lot of drugs. So, I mean, yeah, I, that's the thing. The average Tom McDonald fan is overdosed like 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they still have Narcan in their nose from the last time. <laughs> He's got yeah, so I mean like and then, and then, and then Alex like we, we said like where did the American flags go? He's from Alberta. Where the fuck? Why the fuck do you care where the American flags have gone? It's basically America. <laughs> yeah, I guess. If any province of Canada yeah, is America, it's that one. I, yeah, I guess. Uh, but Felix, like, how do you think? How do you think that Tom's verse here compares to uh, White Boy or some of his other some of his other singles? It it's disappointing. I feel the same thing with Tom McDonald that I felt with. Alex Jones after Trump became president where like Alex Jones just became like a, a boring Republican. Like he used to talk about like uh, funny stuff and uh, do these, uh, you know, uh, great shows where he would wander to Bohemian Grove and they would ask him to leave. And then after Trump became president, he'd be like, Democrats hate the Trump tax bill because it will, it will give small businesses more money. And it's like, okay, great. And I, I can't hear this anywhere else. But, <laughs> he felt like he won, and he kind of yeah. did, but it made him boring. Yeah, with Tom McDonald, uh, White Boy, um, the song where he goes into some sort of high school for adults and raps about <laughs> yeah, understanding. Yeah, yeah, that's in the video. Yeah, uh, and then, or rap- if I was black, if I was black, if I was black going- is awesome. He's he's. <laughs> I think it's like his apology for White Boy. He's like. If I was black, everyone would yell at me. They would accuse me of committing felonies. And uh, I don't know why he made that song. Then my favorite, they're trying to kill me if I leave my home. Oh, I love that one. That one's that one, that awesome. Was, yeah. That's, a, that that's one, a legitimately great song. Look, 
the Illuminati real. They're trying to make you dumb, trying to numb you out with pills. Trying to make you broke, trying to tell you it's a deal. Processing your food so now none of it is real. You eating super good, but you still be getting ill. You working super hard, but you still can't pay the bills. Silencing the visionaries, revising the dictionaries. Now you just can't find the right words to say and express how you feel. Target on my back, I think they're coming for my head. I know I recognize that then. I bet they wanna see me dead. They're gonna kill me if I leave my room. And that's the best video. Okay. Too. Uh, well, but I'm, like, like after he's he sort of figured out that like conservatives are a reliable audience. Uh, iTunes rap, as Alex said, like. Yeah. um since like conservatives, uh, because they're broadly older people, are the only people who still buy music on iTunes. iTunes gives a great insight into what old people are listening to, and you know it's a great. It was a great business move for Tom McDonald, but it's really it's like a creative low point for him. I feel like. Well, I feel like it's interesting. Like I, 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 I remember if I leave my house, they're going to kill me. It was is a great song. But uh, like after after listening to Shapiro's verse, I have a profile of Tom McDonald from Rolling Stone that came out in 2022, uh, right around the time White Boy and If I Was Black was sort of becoming controversial. And in the in in the piece, like they spend some time with Tom McDonald, and they're going to kill me if I leave my house. He's a huge COVID paranoiac and like is a, is like a stringent masker and and um sort of uh, what is it um so social distancing type of guy because his girlfriend has asthma or something and he's against the vaccine, but he's like. Uh, really, really, really strict about N95 masks, which I thought was an interesting detail. Yeah, but, him, he, him, and Vladimir Putin—they're the world's two conservative COVID scolds. Now, before we get into uh, Ben Shapiro's uh, verse on this song, I just like to, to note that, uh, like you know, Ben Shapiro has made a number of public statements um, declaring that rap music equals crap music. And, you know, like uh, declared his his, his, because, you know, he played violin since he was seven years old or something. And based on that musical expertise, uh, he has adjudicated that rap music is, in fact, not music. And Alex, I remember we've had you you, we had you on ages ago to talk about the sort of genre of conservative rap. And you made a point that, like, is obviously evident in this video, which is that, like, similar to the Daily Wire movie uh, Lady Ballers, which is about, like, um, you know, like, uh, any loser guy is still better than the best woman at basketball. I think someone like Ben Shapiro, who hates rap music, has a, like, sort of, like, has a need to be a participate in it as a way of kind of, like, denigrating rap music to say that even I, the lamest person on earth, can do rap music better than black people. So Yeah, let's it's say, that easy. And then there's yeah. no way to really dispute it because they point to iTunes and it says number one on iTunes because everyone's uncle bought it. You look on Spotify and it has 8,000 plays. But to them, that's enough. <laughs> they say, well, I can rap as good as Lil Pump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's, let's hear some more from uh, Facts. Before we hear the Shapiro verse, we see Tom McDonald standing in front of a wall of monitors with Ben Shapiro's face, and he looks exactly like the grinning man that appears on most Aphex twin uh, imagery. <laughs> yeah. Just keep it real facts. Don't care how you feel, man. If you want my pronouns, I'm the man. I'm the man who don't respect. That's not a pronoun. I've got the facts. My money like Liz, so my pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a whap. Dog, it's a yarmulke. Homie, no cap. Look at the graphs. Look at my charts. 
You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You go into prison, I'm on television. Dogs, no one knows who you are. Keep hating on me on the internet. My comment section all woke Karen's. Then I make racks off compound interest. Y'all live with your parents. Nikki, take some notes. I just did this for fun. All my people download this. Let's get a billboard number one. This ain't rap. This all right, ain't all right. Uh, okay. So, wow. Let's go, let's go behind the bars with Ben Shapiro. Um, <laughs> It's just that, yeah, I mean, like, really robotic. It's like, I mean, this seems like uh, like an AI. Like, you just, like... I was going to ask if it's AI. Voice. Yeah. It's not like it's hard to get Ben Shapiro, but yeah. that was just so weird. Yeah. It's so unmusical. I, I don't know what, like, the not... Like, I feel like, even for, like, Tom McDonald fans, shouldn't we be past the novelty of, like, what a nerd is rapping? Like, is this 1998? <laughs> what are we doing here? Weird Al Yankovic, they're better. Can't you see him, white and nerdy? Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I mean, like, sort of similar to the, the Tom Tom's verse, like Ben's coming in and he's saying that, like, he's basically just advertising the thing, like, you know, all, all the things, all the other things that rappers promote, like, you know, um, having sex, doing drugs, being cool. I'm not about that. I'm I'm, I'm making money off compound interest and um, d- d- talking about facts on my on my webcast. Is he trying to be anti-Semitic to himself? <laughs> Why are you talking about compound interest? Why are you saying that? Don't say that. You're selling fence. I'm taking rent. <laughs> uh, all right. What that are you, is so uh, fucked up. Are you want to hear a little more of it or should we uh, dive into this uh, Rolling Stone piece? I love a pronoun joke where you just give your pronouns. All right, I don't think there's much more. Right, enough of this. My pronouns are he, him. Get used to it. <laughs> Does that offend you? <laughs> uh, uh, what are his face tattoos, too? Does one say hog? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, his old, he had this thing uh, in like 2018 around the same time as White Boy and uh, Dear Rappers uh, Hangover Gang, but then he got sober. So he still has Hangover Gang like tattooed uh, across his face. Oh, it's like Wine awesome. Forever, yeah. Like Johnny Depp's tattoo, yeah. Um, I just want to share a few details about uh, about Tom from this uh, Rolling Stone article. Uh, it says here, perhaps you've seen the music video for White Boy, which currently has more than 22 million views on YouTube and made a minor celebrity of a carpenter turned pro wrestler turned rapper named Tom McDonald. God, uh, listen, uh, nail this guy to a crucifix and he could be our Lord and Savior. Carpenter. <laughs> How long was he a carpenter? <laughs> <laughs> was he in a union? Because <laughs> if you're talking about like helping my uncle with my with his debt, I don't want to hear that. But uh Felix, it describes the uh, the music video 
<laughs> said, it says, it is set in a Southern California classroom where the musician who is white wears blonde box braids and sits in a desk in a row of bored looking students. Just as he starts rapping about how he shouldn't have to feel bad for being white, the students start to make faces and throw paper at him. The teacher, played by a black actor, tries to quiet McDonald down, waving his arms and wordlessly shouting. The rest of the classroom begins to taunt him. White boy, don't say that. White boy, you so bad. McDonald overpowers them with a scream of anguish, his voice rising above all the others in the room. White boy, white noise, saying shit I can't say with my white voice. Yeah, that be, that song is very powerful because um, the stuff he says is like, um, my family never owned slaves. I would never say there's like he's there is an implied N word. He's like, uh, I would never say. Bleh. And um, it does. It, it, uh, yeah, it takes place as i said in the adult high school where everyone argues with tom <laughs> mcdonald i think that's like where they make you go after you go to prison <laughs> it's like remedial driving or something yeah <laughs> you have to go to tom mcdonald classes if you really really screwed up in life uh going on here it says but mcdonald started something more vicious than a conversation even if you've never seen the video for white boy you know precisely the type of person who would put it on repeat uh, he'd gifted the culture war a new text. Eventually, white nationalists discovered the song. McDonald said he spent hours deleting their comments, celebrating him. That freaked me the fuck out, he said, claiming that as a Canadian, he was unaware of the chaos this track would unleash. Of course, he brought it upon himself. I was like, <laughs> We're not all like, on the same internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, I'm Canadian. I don't know about any of this stuff. <laughs> you can't say, oh, she goes to a different school. You're all just posting on Twitter. Yeah. But uh, going on here, it says, um, four years after White Boy, McDonald is eager to show people I'm not just some brainwashed right-wing zombie. When we spend time together this winter at his place, he's ultra-paranoid about COVID, requiring us to stay masked and socially distanced, even outdoors. He suggests that he isn't against abortion or gun control, and that he watches videos about intersectionality. <laughs> I would, I would love to see what he means by that. What is that? Is that like from the Grio? <laughs> <laughs> He reads the root. <laughs> I would no, I mean, love to find out what he means by that, because it can't he cannot be doing like there. there's no way he's doing that. Does he mean like interracial porn? <laughs> well, not on YouTube. <laughs> Unless it's clothed. <laughs> It's like, it was again, it goes back to this like Canadian thing. It's just like, you don't even go to this high school and then he's, he's weighing in on all these American culture. And you know, when you're in Canada, it's like all our culture war issues just become backwash for their like, you know, trucker convoys and stuff like that. But like, he's just like, yeah, like we're, we're in the face tattoos talking about like, I'm proud to be white. And then he's like, damn, all these white nationalists are commenting on my shit. I didn't, how could this happen? <laughs> it seems like they would hate the way he looks. Yeah, I know. It's amazing how he's people like, can suspend doing... their hatred for someone yeah. who has like white guy dreads and all these piercings and all these face tattoos and all this shit where if their daughter brought that guy home, they would come out with a shotgun. But once he says I'm racist, it's totally fine. <laughs> Same thing with 4G Auto Blow and all those guys. Oh. Like, why do they support that? And I don't I really don't get I don't get the appeal of being a white nationalist if you you have to hang out with guys who look like that. <laughs> the guy? Like shouldn't Wait, they no, I... shouldn't they be clean cut? What's the point of the far right shit if we don't have clean cut guys like we used to? <laughs> if we're going to have like, face tattoos, we might as well be cool. 
I love I, it's for Shadow Blow is great, but I love like the guy whose face is even fatter than his. Oh, was it Jimmy Levy? That guy? Yeah. The, guy's, the guy whose head is like is just his eyes are like closed because like his face has pushed his like cheeks and, and forehead together. Yeah. I love uh, him and Jimmy Levy. Forgiato Blow and Jimmy Levy. My favorite song they do is Target is Targeting Kids. That one's awesome. Whatever happened to that? They used to be so mad at the store. Oh my God. No, it was like a new thing every week. It, it, like it, I, I ran out of things or they ran out of things that uh, were like turning kids trans. But like, yeah, it, you know what they, they did with Target, like a similar thing to uh, when people on Twitter will post like the Starbucks stock falling by like 0.7% and being like, <laughs> oh, yeah. look, the boycott's working. Yeah. I saw one of the worst things I've ever seen on Twitter. It was someone who works at McDonald's saying they cut my hours, but I'm glad because it means the boycott is working. <laughs> God damn, man. That sucks so bad to it's see. Really, really oh. bad. Ow. I mean, it's, it's like it is. It's a double edged sword, right? Like it sucks to see. And it's embarrassing. That post where that, that girl was like, why do you think McDonald's is bringing pink shakes back? Because the boycott is working. It's embarrassing, but also the fact that like people that stupid are like they know about Palestine. That's a good sign, you know. Those people. Yeah. Thank you, you TikTok. I guess. Yeah. I mean, look. Uh, twenty years ago, those people did not know what anything was. People who would say that stuff, but now they, uh, hey, their heart's in the right place. Yeah. When I was a teenager, if you knew about Palestine, you were weird. Yeah. Like, why do you know about that? Why do you know what Gaza is? But now it's normal. Uh, continuing in the article, it says here, um, let me just, okay, so M McDonald grew up in Edmonton, Alberta, a city of a million inhabitants in central Canada where the average high in January is 20 degrees Fahrenheit. His dad was a contract negotiator for oil rigs. After high school, McDonald worked in construction, specifically carpentry. When he wasn't building houses or on rigs, he performed in pro wrestling matches on pay-per-view wrestling against ex-WWF competitors and touring on Canada's professional circuit as all-star Tom McDonald. Going on, he says here, uh, Rockefeller, uh, this is uh, referring to his uh, his girlfriend, Nova Rockefeller. Rockefeller's fear of dying from COVID is so acute that at first I think there's no way I'll ever be able to meet McDonald in real life. She tells me she still wipes down all her groceries and holds her breath to check her mail on her suburban street. She and McDonald build elaborate sets in their garage, spare room and backyard. One is a mental asylum complete with padded walls and fluorescent lighting. Another is an apocalypse bunker. There's a madman-esque living room with a bear rug and roaring fireplace. For one video, he brought a vintage car that's still in the front yard. So actually, I kind of like this. He's like, all his music videos, he just films in his house. Yeah. Just that's like, pretty cool. Just like yeah. all the best stuff, he's DIY. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What year was this? Uh, this is from 2022. Okay. I guess it was kind of reasonable to be that afraid yeah, of Yeah, I mean, COVID was still going on. If you just have asthma. At this point, I, I hope he's not still doing that. <laughs> I hope he's not just destroying his career and just never leaving. Uh, growing up, McDonald's favorite wrestler to watch was Stone Cold Steve Austin, whose shtick included guzzling beers and occasionally beating the shit out of his boss, the then WWF chairman. But the anti-establishment wrestler also played the hero. McDonald recalled the moment as a child as a child bullied at school. He saw a match between Austin and the undertaker pro wrestling's terrifying undead zombie. Steve Austin came out and he was like, 
this little six foot dude with a shaved head and like didn't have the pageantry McDonald recalls unexpectedly starting to cry as a child that spoke to me <laughs> to see a person go up and fight in spite of the fact that they would probably lose. Steve Austin won that day. A few years later, he'd gut punch, a.k.a. stun Trump himself during one of the future president's appearances promoting his show, The Apprentice. So that, man, starting to cry because Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, fought The Undertaker at SummerSlam. That just that justifies all the bullying. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that justifies all the bullying that you're the guy who's who's crying at Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like they were right to look down on you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, Stone Cold, you, you the way that you pretended to slap a guy in the back really hard. I realized that I could accomplish my goals. I really respected the way you saw Vince McMahon rape women and didn't do anything. <laughs> it really spoke to me. So, yeah. Uh, so, well, hopefully, hopefully, I don't know. I, I think Ben Shapiro's musical career should continue to, to should continue to flourish. I, I think we, I think you guys, you know, start selling features to other rappers, you know, so it's 500 K a feature or yeah. like, you know, a, a couple hundred thousand. If I, if I like you. Yeah. You can pay like five grand to get Snoop Dogg or Gucci Mane. They do features all the time for everybody. If you follow them on Spotify, you have a feed of just the worst shit. And it's a 30 <laughs> second feature from them. So Ben Shapiro, it should be less than that. It should be like $2, but he's probably charging like 10,000. I would, I would guess, unless it's just a favor for Tom McDonald. Yeah, no, they wanted, they, they wanted to link and build. He, <laughs> ben Shapiro saw, saw the, they're going to kill me in my house and thought, hey, I'll have some of that. I do need to do a quick fact check on this Ben Shapiro verse. This name of the song is facts. Uh, he says, you're, you're going to prison. I'm on television. False. Ben Shapiro is not on television. Daily Wire is not <laughs> television. That is <laughs> no, a right. web show. You're right about that. Wait, who, what's it? Who's his enemy that's going to prison? Just black people. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. that, Maybe that, right. that judge in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> the implied just like reading through his, his verse the implied you on all of this is indeed just black people mostly black women <laughs> oh okay all right did you guys know that palm beach used to be run by the romanovs really what? i learned that this morning the mayor of palm beach in the 80s was the heir to the romanovs he was the son of the russian grand duke oh when you said that i thought that like at one point palm beach was like it was one of those things like where there'll be an island that's uh like in the caribbean that uh king charles is their head of state still like how the the president of france is always the co-prince of andorra yeah they don't have to be afraid of him though because the second he got down there he would die yeah if he got to the caribbean he would die he would just roast he would turn into a prune yeah emmanuel macron and some priest are like the co-princes of one of those weird european countries that have has like 300 people in it yeah, I think Monaco or not, not Monaco. It's not Monaco. Andorra. It sounds yeah, like that. Like yeah, yeah. The, the, pre the president of France <laughs> is always the co-prince of Andorra, which yeah, I, it's one of the few remaining personal unions like the old days. Yeah. Where one monarch would own two countries. It's kind of cool. I like the I like the idea that someone can like lose reelection as prince, even if it's just co-prince. Okay. Oh, well, oh, I know. Here's a story that we didn't get to last week uh, with talking to Derek Felix. Uh, the story about the um, Israeli guy who walked into Gaza and was blown up by the IDF. Yeah, I've been trying to figure out. This story is very confusing. Um, they were supposed to send out Goliath. <laughs> send out your biggest, dumbest guy, and we both fight, and then we get it over with. They were supposed to do it. I So his, like, um, his family is like, can you believe this happened? 
Can you believe that uh, Israel accidentally blew our our nephew up? And it's like, yeah. Before he got stuck in his tank. <laughs> I don't, I don't, but I don't know what this guy was going for. I like well, the only thing a- I could think of is like he bought into Israeli propaganda so much that he thought that like, you know, Palestinians are so cowardly and stupid that he'll just be able to do like a no weapon challenge run. Didn't Napoleon do that or Julius Caesar or something? I feel like that's a classic thing, like walking without armor to the front lines and you're magically unhit. He's probably going for something like that. He's <laughs> well, really he was feeling going for it. But uh, the headline from Haaretz is Avivu is in Gaza, the Israeli who entered Gaza and was mistakenly killed by the IDF. Two weeks after hundreds of terrorists crossed the border fence and massacred civilians, 29 year old Avivu Mori walked a half a kilometer into Gaza unimpeded until he was killed by the IDF. Two months later, his family is still waiting for answers as to how the former soldier was able to cross the border fence. I like that they're as that they're waiting for answers to the question of how was he able to cross the border fence and not why was he killed immediately for walking around. They put the fence back up. <laughs> I thought they knocked it over with bulldozers. Why would they put the, Why would they put it back up while they're invading? <laughs> I don't get what's going on over there. That country sucks. <laughs> I'm sick of them. I'm really sick of them. It's complete dick. <laughs> I am white diamond and silk, supporting President Trump and triggering all of the lips. I am white diamond and silk. I am white diamond and silk, supporting President Trump and triggering all of the lips. I'm looking for pictures of Nancy Pelosi's feet. She won't go barefoot. Her city has shit on the street. We're coming for dummy crabs. Alex, can you give us a uh, like? Uh, can you give us a roundup or preview of anything? That, who's what's going on on Chapo FYM right now? Who 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 are the guys that have uh, that you're investigating recently? Let's see. What have we been talking about? Uh, there's Vinnie Mac, the sex doll guy. He had a sex doll and he got married to her on YouTube and then killed her and had a funeral on YouTube. Then he tried to date real life women again and they didn't want to date him. So he got a new sex doll and this time she's black. <laughs> oh. okay. So that's that's what's that's All what's right. up with him. Um, Maybe America is getting too woke. We're watching some of the transvestigators. There was one of them last night who was saying that RuPaul is FTM. <laughs> they think all the drag queens are FTM, like they were born female and then okay, so they born female, male and then transition to you, male, and then and then do uh, you drag as female to male transsexuals? Yeah, it's the ultimate disguise, and it makes no sense. Like the only possible goal would be to confuse the most easily confused people of all time, who just sit at the, home on a laptop all day. Have you seen the transvestigators um, begin to begin? Begin to crack the seal on the most important transvestigation of all time, Donald Trump. Oh yeah, because uh, he has like birthing I mean, like, hips. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, yeah, like I mean, he he has a he has a he has a he has a sort of a fey uh, mannerisms that he carries himself with. But like the the the, tra- the transvestigators think that every single celebrity and world leader is trans. So. I saw I saw a thread where someone was like, yeah, like he like like yeah, this definitely is this she definitely is or she definitely is a trans uh, trans woman or trans man, um, but we still have to support we still have to support um, him. I, I I don't know I'm I'm getting confused with the pronouns now myself. The but British yeah, like, people are even more insane because they don't really have the Trump brain. He's just kind of one more guy like Boris or anybody, so they can just say he's FTM. They'll say it is all of them. 
all of them. And that means all of them. And sometimes people will argue with them being like, well, actually, my brother actually met this celebrity and he had sex with her and she was totally normal down there and he didn't say anything weird. And she says, no, it is all of them. And then she'll post uh, that they're they're actually secretly trans. I love horrified house guest and Simon Woods and all the greats. I love <laughs> I, I, I love this stuff because like they say that when you ask them, like, why would they go through all this trouble? Like, it seems really complicated. Their answer is that, like, by inverting the genders, it's a mind game. It's to, it's meant to freak everyone out. Yeah. But it's also a like secret. That doesn't happen already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about so many psyops. Like, why do they have to do anything? Why do they have to put in work to make us not care and make us complacent and shit? Like, that's just what the TV does. But, but yeah, like, but the, and, and then the other aspect of this is that, like, um, whatever, like, uh, hormonal or medical interventions, like, this has been going on for like 70 years. Would, would, like, that would have to be the case. So, like, well, according to them, like thousands. It, yeah, thousands. <laughs> I think it happens in like the Bible and like Nebuchadnezzar and like the Roman emperors and stuff. And I don't know how they did it. So like how good how good were they at doing this stuff when like you know uh, uh, Ava Gardner uh, she was born a man yeah they were so Marilyn good at Monroe it. man like I mean, it was like what were they doing back then I mean it was like fucking I mean like it, it's it's worked phenomenally well yeah some of those surgeons in Weimar Germany they must have escaped <laughs> <laughs> that institution they got out so like I mean what I, what I wonder about the transvestigator people is like how at what point did they be, you begin to doubt your own like uh, assigned to gender at birth, like yeah, I, mean, at what I don't point know. Does this, at what point does this become like a like a scanner darkly style thing where it turns out you're investigating yourself the entire time? I guess that's the upside of having like a, an old photo in a photo album of your tiny little baby penis. In the <laughs> yeah, that Nirvana. <laughs> your mom, kid your mom pulls it out. Yeah, the Nirvana kid. Because then you can see, okay, all right, it's always been there. They didn't get to me. <laughs> But yeah, um, Do- Donald Trump, you know, like uh, what, you know, what, what, no matter what, no matter what gender he was assigned at birth, no matter what gender he identifies as now, no matter what uh, gender based con he's currently uh, engaged in as part of the, I don't know, Illuminati gender swap uh, transvestigation global conspiracy. But, you know, like a, a good man is a good man and a good woman is a good woman and they deserve our support nonetheless. Know what kind of drugs you don't see on that slip that got released. <laughs> no estrogen. <laughs> it would be on there. All right, gang. Let's uh, let's wrap it up there for today. I want to thank uh, Alex Nichols for joining us today. You can find him on uh, Chapo Fym and Fortune Kit. Uh, links to subscribe in the show description. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, guys. Our pleasure. Always a joy. Uh, I would also just on your behalf shout out that Fortune Kit just released an album of all the songs that you guys made on Spotify. That's great. All the all the Fortune Kit songs are uh, a delight. If you like, you know, like the the episode one songs, the Fortune Kit. Yeah, if you if, and if you want a, a hot Will Menneker feature, to, 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 it's even worse than the Ben Shapiro feature. And get on that. Yeah, all your friends are on there. <laughs> yeah, check it I'm, out. I'm gonna go out with some great big God on this. We love our great big God. All right, till next time, gentlemen. See you around. I have heard the booming voice of God in parts of three As they were blessed by every branch on God's almighty tree I know in heaven Dave, Dwayne, and Neil will sing for me Great big God, now I believe it's true that big Dave is up
there singing bass with you. Now I believe I will meet the couriers when I die. They knew the size of God, colossal as he reigns. Eighty-seven.